0: Hi everyone i want to thank each and everyone who is joining me today on our final episode of our let's wrap podcast for 2019 that's right can you believe it 2019 is coming to a close i cannot believe how fast this year has flown by and i didn't want to go any further without taking the time to say thank you, thank you, thank you, to all of those who listen, like, comment, and share this podcast. We wanna say thank you from the bottom of our hearts. As I was seeking the Lord for work to give you guys as the final episode of 2019, the Lord began to speak to my heart with words of encouragement that will carry you in to 2020. I don't know about you, but 2019 for me was full of challenges. That's right. I've had some good days, I've had some bad days. I've had some victories and I've had some defeats. There's been days when I had to get along by myself and allowed the Lord to lay me down in green pastures that he might restore my soul. And then there were the days that I had to stand flat-footed in the face of the enemy and declare what thus says the Lord. I had to declare, for it is written that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And you better know today that no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper either. I don't care what the enemy did on yesterday, tomorrow is a new day. What am I saying? I'm saying you now have to forget those things which are behind you and press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling which is in Christ Jesus. I don't care what the devil did in 2019. Maybe you didn't get the car, maybe you didn't get the loan for the house, maybe you didn't get the position or the job, maybe doors were closing your face, but you better believe that your God has not forgotten you. How am I so sure? Because he sent me with the word today to let you know, to keep digging. I am Elder Shanina Walker, and today on Let's Wrap, we'll be speaking on the subject of the Lord will make room for you. Our scripture today is going to be coming from Genesis, the 26th chapter, beginning at the 12th verse. Let's read. Then Isaac sowed in the land and received in that same year, a hundred folds, and the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward and grew until he became very great. For he had possession of flocks and possession of herds and great store of servants. And the Philistines envied him for all the wells, which his father's servant had digged in the days of Abraham, his father, the Philistines had stopped them and filled them with earth. And Abimelech said unto Isaac, go from us for thou art much mightier than we. And Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Giar and dwelt there. And Isaac digged again the well of water, which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. For the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham, and he called their names after the name by which his father had called them. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley, and found there a well springing water. And the herdsmen of Geir did strive with Isaac herdsmen, saying, The water is ours. And he called the name of the well Isak, because they strove with him. And they digged another well, and strove for that also. And he called the name of it Sitna. And he removed from thence, and digged another well, and for that they strove not. And he called the name of it Rehoboth. And he said, for now the Lord has made room for us and we shall be fruitful in the land. Let's wrap. The first thing the Lord began to speak to my heart concerning 2020 is that no matter what happened in 2019, don't stop sowing. When we look at the 12th verse, the Bible says, and then Isaac sowed in the land and he received in the same year, a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. The Lord is going to bless you for all that you have sown and all that you continue to sow. It is the enemy job to try to stop you from sowing, but I come to encourage your heart today as you enter into 2020, don't stop sowing. Regardless of how they're treating you, I'm telling you, you keep planting those seeds of kindness. No matter how much your family members may be acting out, your husband, your wife, your children, you continue to plant the seed of the word in their life. You are so close to receiving your harvest. The enemy knows that you are about to reap a great harvest. The Bible tells us to be not weary in well-doing for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I know it can be difficult not to get weary, especially when doors are being closed in your face and a person is continually being despiteful or trying to use you. We have to keep sowing in the land we cannot allow the distractions of our enemies to keep us from sowing in the lives of the people around us or the lives of our loved ones. Regardless to what had taken place or what had happened in Isaac's life up to this point, the Bible says that Isaac still sowed in that land and he received that same year a hundred and the Lord blessed him. But the Bible says not only did the Lord bless him, but in the 13th verse, it says, and the man waxed great. And went forward and grew until he became very great. That means not only is the Lord going to bless you, but the Lord is going to make your name great. All you have to do is continue to go forward. Don't get distracted by what didn't happen for you in 2019. Two things the Lord showed me in this particular verse. He showed me that not only did Isaac go forward, but as he went forward, he continued to grow. We have to continue to go forward in order for the Lord to grow us. A lot of times we'll get stuck right in the situation or the circumstances that we're in. We'll begin to feel sorry for ourselves or self-pity or begin to doubt God and wonder if it's ever going to come to pass. But I stopped by to tell you to keep it moving. You have to continue to go forward that you might grow in the Lord, that you might grow in grace, that you might grow in wisdom, that you might grow in knowledge, that you might grow in his anointing. You see, the Bible tells us that he went forward and he grew until he became very great. You see, they found out that the problem with many of us is, is that we give up before we get to the until part. Until means or indicates when something will happen, not if it will happen, but when it will happen when it will begin. In other words, we have to continue until it happens. We He continued to grow until he became very great. We have to continue to push until the baby come. We have to continue to move forward until we see doors open. We have to continue to dig until we see water spring up. I just stop by and encourage someone today to let you know to continue to sow in the land, not only continue to sow, but continue to move forward and continue to grow until you become very great. While he was growing, the Bible says in the 14th verse that the Lord continued to bless him for he had possession of flocks. He gave him possession of herds and a great store of servants. You see, what we have to understand is that Isaac would have never obtained all these possessions. He would have never continued to allow God to add on to his life. Had he not continued to move forward and allowed himself to grow. The Bible says because he continued to move forward and because he allowed himself to grow, he became very great. And not only did he become great, but the Lord added possession of flocks and he added possession of herds and a great store of service unto him. We're not going to ever get to where God wants us to be if we continue to stifle our growth or we continue to let others stifle our growth. We have to continue to move forward. If you're not getting what you need where you are, it may be time to move forward. What am I saying? I'm saying it's getting too late in the hour to be sitting around talking about they won't let me do this or I can't do this or I'm never going to reach my potential or I can't do this or I can't do that. The Bible says you did run well, but who hindered you? Who hindered you? from obeying the truth? Who hindered you from doing what the Lord told you to do? Why did you, why did you listen and obey man rather than God? Sometimes we have to look at our situation. We have to look at our circumstance and we have to decide that I'm going to move forward. We have to declare and decree in 2020 that we are not going to allow ourselves to be stuck in a box, that we're not going to allow ourselves to be held hostage or stagnant to the traditions and the rudiments of this world, or even religious ideologies of church. We're going to move forward and do what thus says the Lord. But one thing I want you to understand is it's not going to be easy because as soon as you make up your mind that you're going to obey God instead of man, you best believe just like Isaac had opposition. You're going to run into some opposition. The Bible says in the 14th verse that after God had blessed him with possessions of flocks, possession of herds and a great store of servants, the Philistines envied him. Oh yeah, you can best believe you're going to always have some haters. If you didn't have haters in 2019, you can believe a host of them will be waiting for you in 2020. The Bible says that the Philistine envied him. They envied him because he sold in the land. They envied him because he decided that he was going to continue to move forward. They envied him because he grew until he became great. They envied him because the Lord put his blessing or seal of approval on him. There are people that hate you. There are people that are going to envy you just because you're blessed of the Lord. There are people that are going to envy you because of the anointing that's on your life. There are people that don't even know you, but have decided that they're not going to like you because of who you are. You can best believe the enemy of your soul is going to send some Philistines in your life that are going to try to stop you from going to where God has called you to. The Bible says in the 15th verse, for all the wells in which his father's servant had digged in the days of Abraham, his father, the Philistines had stopped them. They stopped them up. Not only did they stop them up, the Bible said they filled them with earth. They're going to be people in your life who have been assigned to you just to come in your life to fill you with fear, doubt, and unbelief to try to cause you to be stuck in the position or the situation that you're in. There are people that don't want to see you go forward because they have no intention of going forward. It's like that crab mentality in a basket. People don't want to see you go beyond them, but I want you to know that the Lord will make room for you. But what you have to make up in your mind is, is to grab hold to an Isaac mentality in the process. And while the Lord is making room for you, continue to sow in the land, continue to move forward, continue to grow in the Lord. Now, as I began to study this chapter and I began to look at the situation and how it began to unfold, I began to have questions. I began to wonder within myself and begin to ask the Lord, why is it that the Philistines had decided that they were going to stop up the whales? Why did they fill them with earth? This thing happened even before the Lord had begun to bless Isaac, before Isaac even began to sow in the land and become great, they had already stopped up the wells because the 15th verse lets us know that for all the wells in which his father's servant had digged in the days of abraham his father the philistines had stopped them and filled them with earth so this had already happened previously and if we recall when we think about these wells back in uh, genesis the 20th chapter we remember when abraham himself he and uh, King Abimelech, they came to a, a discussion and agreement that the land was before Abraham and King Abimelech had told Abraham that he can dwell anywhere that it pleased him. And we know that Abraham had previously dug these wells, but some of the servants of King Abimelech had violently taken the wells away from Abraham. And we know that because of the significance of these wells and the significant of water during those times, Abraham didn't go away quietly. Abraham was willing to fight for what was his, fight for what he had right to and ownership of. So we know that there was a covenant made at Beersheba between King Abimelech and Abraham concerning the wells. They made a covenant there that all these belong to Abraham, Isaac's father. So in actuality, Isaac had legal right to these wells. So they had no right, King Abimelech's servants, for stopping up what did not belong to them or for filling in the wells, but we see that they did. I begin to ask the question and wonder why did this happen? For those of you who may not understand what a well is or understand the significance of what part a well plays for people that grew up in the Bible times or even people such as myself who grew up in the country, a well was and still is a very uh, extremely important resource to people who live in dry areas or people who live outside of the city limits. Now we have to understand that people didn't have running water in the Bible times. So having a well nearby was very, very important. And much of the land in Israel was very dry and the rain didn't often fall in certain seasons. So many people had to dig deep wells until they found water. And in the Bible days, everyone from that community would actually use those wells people would go to the well for not only water for themselves and for their animals but also the well was used as a place where people would talk and people would do business so these wells played a very important part in the community for the people in that region and not only that but these wells got passed on as somewhat of an inheritance because the wells belonged to abraham they now got passed on to isaac and isaac had legal right to these wells now, no doubt, the Philistines, they already knew that the Lord was with Abraham. And when Abraham uh, died, the blessings of Abraham went got passed down to Isaac. So everything that belonged to Abraham now belonged to Isaac. The enemy already knows this. The enemy sees your future. The enemy knows your past. He knows where you came from. He knows where you're going. He knows that the inheritance the Lord has in place for you. His job is to try to stop the inheritance of the Lord being manifested in your life. So the enemy decided they were gonna stop of these wells beforehand to stop the legal right of what God had already spoken in advance to try to stop the legal right of what was already prepared beforehand for Isaac to inherit. I want you to know today that your enemy is not just about you, but it's about future generations. Your enemy wants to stop the inheritance that's going to get passed down to the first the second or the third generation. You better know that the enemy is trying to do everything he can to stop or to fill in everything that has been previously dug for you. He's trying to fill in all of those resources that he know you need to have to be able to sustain yourself, but not only yourself but all of the possessions that the Lord has blessed you with. The Lord blessed him with possession of flocks and herds and great service. And he knew that this was a major resource that Isaac need in order to be able to sustain not only himself and his family, but everything that the Lord has blessed him with. So what did the enemy do? The Bible said the enemy stopped them up. The enemy filled up, filled them up with earth. This could have been a resource to the enemy, but they knew that they, the whales did not belong to them. So instead of them leaving them as they were, they decided to fill them in. In other words, if we can't have access to them, you won't either. So the Bible says they stopped up the well. When I begin to think about them stopping up these wells, you have to understand that what they did, no doubt was through rocks down in the well, and they might have threw old wood down in the well, and they might have threw dead carcasses and garbage down in the well. They did everything that they could to make sure that these wells were polluted so that they wouldn't be used or any good for any future use. And just like the Philistine threw every obstacle they could in that well to stop Isaac from dwelling in the land, your enemy threw every obstacle he could at you in 2019. No doubt some of you, he threw the obstacle of oppression and depression. He might have threw the obstacle of financial problem. He might have threw an obstacle of sickness and disease. He might have threw an obstacle of fear, doubt, and unbelief. But don't you dare let that stop you. You better get up and keep it moving. Why? Because your God will make room for you. I thought it was quite interesting that not only did they stop up the wells and fill them up with earth, but we see in the 16th verse that the King himself is a King of Bimelech said unto Isaac, go from us for thou are much mightier than we. There it is. He finally admitted, that you are mightier than us. We are afraid of you because you've outnumbered us. You've outgrown us. In other words, you have more anointing. We see it on you. You have a gift from God. You are blessed of God. Too many times your enemies see what God has put inside of you and they know it's greater than what they have inside of them. So they don't want you around. Unlike King Bimelech, they're not bold enough to let you know that you are mightier than them. So what do they do? They do what his servants did. They start stopping up your flow. They'll start closing doors in your face. They'll start ostracizing you. They won't call you for the prayer. They won't call you for the engagement. They'll start doing everything they can to block you from going forward. They'll start throwing every obstacle they can in your path. But like I said at the beginning, don't stop digging. The Lord will make room for you. We have to be like Isaac. The Bible tells us in the 17th verse that Isaac departed. Thence he pitched his tent in the Valley of gear and dwelt there. So what did Isaac do? Isaac moved on. He decided that this is it. He shucked the dust off his feet. He went on to another well. The 18th verse say Isaac digged again, the wells of water, which he had digged in the days of Abraham, his father. So he didn't argue. He didn't fight. He just left and went and found another well that his father had. And he began to dig that well out. Now the Bible says in the 19th verse that Isaac's servants digged in the valley and they found the well of spring water. I don't know if anybody know what it's like to dig out a well. Me being a country girl, I'm well familiar of what happens when the well runs dry is what we called it. You had to get down in that well and you had to dig it out until you hit that spring and the water begins to flow up. But in Isaac's case, not only did they have to go down in the well and they had to dig it out. They had to first of all, remove all the obstacles of the enemy. Everything that the enemy had threw down in that well to try to stop it up. They had to first remove all that, those old rocks. They had to move all that dead wood, any dead carcasses they had to remove. Then they had to start digging up the sand and dig down deep until the water started flowing. I want you to know it's hard work to have to redig a well. I remember every summer it felt like we had a shadow well and And every summer that well would run dry. And my father, would have to get down in the well. We would have to lower buckets down in the well. He would dig it out with the sand and we had to pull up those buckets of sand and we would dig and we would dig and dig until the water started flowing. Once the water started flowing, we would hoist him up out of the well. I want you to know it's a job. It's not easy having to redig. But I'm telling you today, it's time to dig again. But in the process of digging, you have to focus on the water and not the dirt. I come to tell you today, you better keep digging. Don't worry about the dirt of the enemy. Don't ah, shout out our boats, huh? Don't worry about the obstacles that your enemy are throwing in your way. The enemy will continue to throw dirt in your path. He'll continue to try to block up your well. But you better dig again. What did Isaiah? do? The Bible says that every time he began to dig out a well, the herdsmen of gear they would strive with Isaac and his herdsmen. They would come and say, the water is ours. Ain't that just like the enemy? What he wants you to do is he wants you to do all the work, but he want to get all the credit. So Isaac and his men, they would dig out those wells and they did all the hard labor of digging it out until the water spring forth and then they want to claim it for themselves. Nobody don't want to do the hard work, but everybody wants the reward. They wanted the reward of the water, but they didn't want to do the labor to get the water. And we're not just talking about anybody. We're talking about the same ones who stopped up the well, the same ones who stopped the flow of the water, the ones that had access to it all along from the beginning, who decide to block it up, who decide to clog it up, or now the same ones who are coming back trying to stake claim. But what I love about Isaac is he refused to dispute. He refused to have contention about these wells. He refused to quarrel with the Philistines or the enemy regarding what he knew the Lord has already blessed him with. What did he do? He decided I'll just move on and dig again. And what do the Philistines do? The Bible says that he began to dig another well and they strove for that one also. So here they are wanting to argue and quarrel over these wells. And it says the Bible says that Isaac called the, the name of that one Sitna, meaning extreme hatred extreme hate. I want you to know that your enemy hates you. He hates you beyond measure. Why? Because he knows that you're the apple of God's eye. He knows that God died on the cross for you and that you are his child and he is doomed for hell. He knows he'll never have the position, the power, or the authority that God has placed over your life. I said that to say to someone today, dig again, keep it moving. The Lord will make room for you. The Bible says in the 22nd verse, and he removed from thence and digged another well. And for that, they strove not. Isaac continued to move forward. He refused to be stopped by the enemy. He refused to come down to the devil's level. He knew he was about a good work and he could not come down. Why could he let them have the well so easy? Because Isaac knew that the well was not the water. He knew that the well only housed or hold the water. I say that to say that the church, the region, the city and the building is not the water. God says he is the spring of living water. He is our source of life. We can always dig another well. As long as you are connected to the source, the water is going to spring up within you. The Bible lets us know that out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. That water is the gift that's inside of you. And my friend, I want you to know today that that water represents prosperity. It represents abundance, provision, and life. God has given us everything inside of us that we need in order to be great. Somebody listening to me right now better grab a hold to this word in 2020 and know that God is not a man that he should lie. Everything that he spoke over your life, it shall come to pass. Why? Because he know the thoughts that he think towards you. He said they are thoughts of good and not evil to give you a future and a hope. You need to know today that God predestined you before the foundation of this world, and he called you by name, that you should be holy and blameless before him in love, that you should show forth his glory in the earth, that you might lift up his name, that he will be exalted among the heathens, that the world will know that we serve a true and living savior, that our God is not dead, that he is yet alive, he is Alpha and Omega, he is King of King and Lord of Lords, that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we're able to act or think according to the power that worketh in us so as you enter into 2020 keep digging dig in even deeper than before and know that your god will make room for you let's pray father god in the name of jesus god we thank you for this entire year of 2019. We thank you for how far you brought us. We thank you that you kept us all year long. God we thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. God we thank you for those families, God who are out there. That have lost loved ones. God, we ask that you would just touch them, comfort their hearts and their soul and their minds. God, we ask you for those ones that are living in faraway countries that don't have the liberties that we have in the United States, that you will put a hedge around them, that you will protect them. God, I thank you for each and every person that think of it, not robbery to listen to this podcast. Those that you are drawing by your spirit, those that you are using me to be able to touch God through your word. Those who are becoming mature Christians through your word today. God I ask that you will continue to anoint them on on high. God that you will continue to protect them and cover them as they go into 2020. God that you will continue to use them for your glory and your honor. God we just thank you for all things. Satan you a liar. We bind you and we come against you with the blood of Jesus. We put on everything that's not like God. Every demonic force, every hindering spirit, every principality of the air. We we cast it down today we root up in Jesus name and God we thank you for your protection and your covering we thank you for your blessings over our life God we thank you for a new year that's to come God we're gonna walk in you we're gonna walk in obedience God we thank you for opening the doors that's been closed in our face God we thank you for closing doors that shouldn't be open God we thank you for favor in 2020 we thank you for all things we thank you for saving our loved ones we thank you for deliverance over our lives everything that we're hanging on to everyone weight that do so easily beset us God we ask that you would sever every strong tie every root God everything that's not like you we cut it off to the root in the name of Jesus and Lord we love you we praise you we bless you God we just thank you for what you're doing throughout this earth God continue to show forth your glory in our lives that men might see you in us God that we would let our light so shine and that you will be glorified it is in your son Jesus name we pray Amen. Once again, before we close out this year, I want to take the time to thank each and every one of you guys who listen, like, comment, and share our Yasha Ministry Let's Wrap podcast. I want you to know that I am so very grateful for each and every one of you. I thank you guys for all of those who have decided to become partners those of you who think it not robbery to sow in this ministry as we continue to go around the globe for the glory of God. Just know that no gift is too small or too great. Whatever the Lord lays on your heart to continue to bless this ministry with, we would greatly appreciate it. There is a space on our podcast where it says, become a partner. You can give as little as a dollar, or $5 a month, whatever the Holy Spirit lies on your heart. And just know that you can cancel it anytime with no hassle. I just wanna say once again that we thank you, thank you, thank you. Just know also that we do give away, our supported giveaway gifts from time to time. We are due for another drawing coming up really soon. So please click on Facebook and be a part of this great giveaway. As always, I want you to know that I love you, Elder Walker love you, but God will always love you more. I want you to have a happy, prosperous, and blessed new year in our Lord Jesus Christ. Until we meet again in 2020, have a blessed day.